Power 98.7 Podcast. Power Lunch. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. on Power 98.7. Now. We're talking. Indeed, it is 26 minutes uh, before 2 o'clock. Personal Finance Tuesdays on uh, Power Lunch and Power 987. Very excited to welcome Gerald Mwandiambira again to join us for this conversation. He is a certified financial planner. And we are talking about planning for your children's future when it comes to education. Tertiary education is scary. In fact, even before you get to tertiary, just going to primary school, just going to uh, nursery school, just going to high school can can cost you a lot of money. Definitely. Good afternoon, Power FM listeners, and good afternoon, Apelele. Good yes, afternoon. definitely. Education is becoming more ex- more expensive, and what we're tending to find is that schools have become businesses, and that's mm. one of the problems <laughs> which wow. is affecting education. If you look back in time, schools were there almost for a social service. They tried not to increase fees. They would accommodate parents mm. if they had problems paying fees. Now it's a business thing. You've got companies listed on the JSE who are running schools. And wow. school fees tends to go up every year 10%. Doesn't matter what infl- inflation is doing. Mm. And many parents in private school are paying upwards of 5,000 rand a month just to keep children in school. And it's a big challenge, and this is just primary school. Never mind, in mm. fact, crash. The yeah. crashes, which are five thousand rand a month, Jeez. and it, it is a challenge. And parents need to really plan and look ahead. Yeah. And definitely with education, this is one of those areas where you definitely need somebody, such as a certified financial planning professional, to help you. Why? Yeah. You need to know the future value of the education. I the was about to say, let's let's project a little bit. Um, it's it's a little bit of a scare tactic, but I think we need to shock people uh, into the, the reality of just knowing what we're looking at in terms of uh, school fees maybe in 10 years' time. Okay, now let's let's start like you had your child last year, 2015. Yeah. They're going to go to tertiary education at 2032. Mm-hmm. These values are based on current cost of education escalated at the 10%, which they do every year. Right. Okay. You're going to need for a four-year honors degree, 1 million and 10,894 rand for a four-year degree. Your child is two years old, 918,994 rand and 60 cents. Your child is three years old. That's 2030, tertiary, 835,449 rand. If your child is four years old, you're looking at 759,499 and 67 cents. That's 2029. So essentially, if you've got somebody, a child who's 10 years old, you're looking at roughly 470,000. And you need to start saving for that because when they start tertiary, you can't start looking for the money. You really need the full four-year course amount ready to be accessed. Be still my ovaries. (laughs) (laughs) And our our producer Smokey is saying, I'm cringing. (laughs) Oh my goodness, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, and that's why they're getting fees must fall. I mm. mean, if fees must fall succeeds, and by that time, tertiary education is free, great. But obviously, parents still want the best for their children. So yeah. even if they said tertiary education was free, would still all be clamoring to get the children into private schools. Yeah. So let's talk about the notion of what's best for our children. Uh, a lot of the time, that's attached to a very, very large amount of money, and unnecessarily so. Definitely. I think 
we we feel guilty of our children and the reason is that we are all guilty about our past we yeah. don't want our children to walk up the same roads we walked mm. so we want to try and prepare a better future for them mm. but is, at what cost that's yeah. the question you need to ask most parents i mean i for example did go through a path where i went through very expensive private schools mm. but my parents suffered the entire time I was at school, mm. the whole family suffered. Mm. And and it leaves scars in the child because at the end of the day, yes, I did get the private school education, but at what cost? Yeah. At, at the cost of the family never knowing what a holiday was. Mm. At the cost of, you know, waking up a child at four in the morning so that you could catch transport to take the child to school. Yeah. And people are walking that path right now saying, look, it's okay. They're going to a school in the suburbs. They're going to have a better future. But at what cost? Yeah. What are you doing to the child? Yes, education is important, but we need to find a balance. Yeah. I mean, you're reaching a point where the cost of education has always been seen as by economists as something that's price inelastic. Mm. When they say price inelastic, it means that people will pay no matter what. Mm. But mm. now you're reaching a point where people are looking at alternatives. And one of the alternatives which I have also come across is homeschooling. Yeah. More and more people are really looking at getting a homeschooling personal tutor to help them to educate a child because the is fees are just getting it's getting too much the, so is that the price wise is that the better alternative it's not necessarily a better alternative but it's a way of containing the costs i okay. mean there's great online learning material already on the web so it's a really a matter of trading in do i really want them to have a sports field versus mm. just learning the core skills yeah. so those are some of the challenges we all face around education yeah. and then when you look at the education you have to now decide okay my child is going to university in 2032 I need a million rand. Mm. How will I ensure that I have a million rand in 2032? And there's various vehicles you can use for that purpose. We need to get into that, but uh, let's invite you to be part of the conversation as well. Planning for your child's future, education-wise. We're talking trust funds, we're talking education plans. Uh, what is your view? Uh, have you taken these steps to plan for your child's future as well? You can give us a call on 0861-987-000. We're going to discuss uh, education policies and unit in just a moment and and whether or not you know uh it's it's a better alternative to just invest your money in the stock market and play the stock market and and see how that plays out in about 10 15 years time we'll get to that in just a second uh basil is calling from boxburg how are you doing basil i'm great yourself fantastic so so my contention is <clears throat> you know when you look at, at children and education only on the financial perspective yeah I think it becomes problematic because for me, I don't entirely agree. I, I do agree that the costs are getting out of red, mm. but I don't entirely agree that you must look at from that perspective because when you getting a tutor at home, what about the social aspect of, of, of the child? Yeah. Uh, because they, the child will not be socialized to deal with other people. And mm. when they get into the working environment whereby you have to interact with other people, they are left uh, on on their own, as it were, because they don't know how to socialize. They don't know how to interact with children. So it, it can't be entirely correct to say it's for paying the the the, the, the sport field and everything. I know. <laughs> I that get you, Basil. But um, but but what what Gerald is saying in terms of cost, it's something that a lot of people are looking into because uh, you know it's it's far less demanding on the pocket. 
So I, I actually wanted to ask about the socialization of children, uh, but I felt like it wouldn't be fair because no, it's, it's you're a financial expert. It's important. <laughs> the social aspect is definitely important. People need to interact. There's core skills you get in schools. But let me put it this way. I went to a private school which my parents couldn't afford. They go for overseas trips every year. For 11 years, I never went on a single trip because we, we actually were just barely managing the fees. So yeah. what's the social impact? You look at the victim who's mm. myself. I'm mm. speaking out of experience. Yeah. Is that you damage the child because your child can't have the things which the all the other children have. Yeah. So there you are saying, I'm sending my child to the best possible school, mm. affordable, but you can't give them the full shebang. Mm. You have to be able to say, if I'm putting this child in this school which demands iPads, yeah. a school which demands XYZ, I'm going to meet the whole deal. Right. Now, there's no point in saying that my commitment is as far as school fees. Yeah. In the work environment, you also have a situation where you're going to these schools where there are very prosperous parents and wealthy families. Mm. And these children grow up with a sense of entitlement. And there you are, working class, developing a little child who then ends up thinking they are entitled. Mm. But they're not the same as the others. So it's important that when you're doing your personal financial planning, you look at where you are now versus where you want to be financially right. and also put your child in an environment which they can handle. Because, yes, it's important to socialize. And, yes, the homeschooling option might not be ideal from that for that aspect but you can balance it out all i'm saying here is that the cost of education needs to be balanced mm. with your financial capability and your financial planning zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero ben in cosmos city welcome afternoon how are you good how are you i'm trying my best mm. um i just want to okay put a comment first then a question okay. i think um I, I mean i personally attended the public school mm -hmm. where we used to share as much as uh, I mean the textbooks you buy a textbook you end up sharing with friends and all that and you end up getting somewhere and yet there are people who went to private schooling and private schooling is not a guarantee that uh, your child will get a, a proper education some yeah. private schools are there just to make money yeah so I think uh, maybe what we if, if, if it is about real education we need to broaden it um, more than just money. Sure. And the other thing I want to know, I understand that the educational products that are there, most of them, they have this thing to say, if it is an educational product, you can only use it for education. Therefore, if my child didn't make it to that level where I hoped that their child will get there, it ah. looks it's more like I'm not going to get much. I just want to know what uh, you have, the views of your speaker are wow, great. In, this in that regard. But I'm of the view that we have to have a balance between public and private education. Thank Got you. you, 100%. Before you respond to that, uh, let's take Douglas in Pretoria. How are you, Douglas? I'm good, my sister and yourself. Good, good, good. Thank you. Great stuff. Uh, look, Here's the thing. I'm a pastor myself, right? Mm. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, kids, we must just get this into our system. Kids do not ask to be born. Yeah. Look, we we do our act as, as lovers, and then suddenly there is somebody else on the sideline. Yeah. Now, now, now. If, if 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 I can take it into uh, sort of like Christianity, I'm not going to uh, sort of like Christianity, but inclusive of all the religions. Now, now the Bible says that you can actually pray in your house by yourself, right? But then it says, do not neglect to meet with others. Now, if an adult is being aged to be with the rest of the other people, uh, you know, because 
because we need each other at the end of the day. God wouldn't actually create us as, as, as individuals. Okay, uh, what point are you getting to, Douglas? I'm a bit okay, pressed my, for time. My point, my point is, is we can only go as so far as teaching a child, but a lot of stuff they learn when they are mingling with other children. Right, got mm. you. So it's back to, to the homeschooling uh, issue. Thank you so very much, uh, Douglas. Let's quickly go to Danny in Rudaput. Welcome, Danny. Uh, thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. I, I, I just I just have two comments. One is, um, you know, it, it sounds a lot of money when you say 20 years from now mm. you need a million rand. I would like to know from your guy in the studio, if we look back 20 years back in mm. history, yeah. what what did it cost then? Okay. You know, and mm. what was our, what did it cost then to have maybe a BA degree? Okay. Okay. Versus now, right? So that one can put the, really the thing in perspective, you know, because a million rand really sounds like a lot of money. Salara uh, money. <laughs> 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 yeah, like oops, there, there goes everything. But that's my one, one point. The second point is, I had my kids uh, both in private schools. Yeah. For for five years, mm. and um, I had this whole thing with where they talk about socialization and, right. and all of that. But you see, the, the difference between socialization, and I don't want to bring race into it, but the difference between non-white and white race socialization, there's a big difference because non-white families, I mean, there's so many cousins and uncles and aunties and nephews and nieces. Yeah. That, that the socialization almost takes place almost immediately within those families. Mm. Whereas in the counterparts, with one kid, you need that 20 kids that's in your classroom to socialize. Mm. Okay. So it's something that we really need to consider. But my kids are right now homeschooling, and it's really the best. Obviously, they've got unique situations. Is it is it financially um, a better option for you, Danny? Well, one, it's a financially it's a better option, but just because my son travels a lot, right. and he needs to have that stimulation oh. that he, he can he can have his homeschool education. Right. And with both of us being traveling. Overseas, now you split up the family because the one is still in normal school. Mm, mm. So now my daughter's also on school, which means she now travels with him. My son is graduating uh, at the end of May. Congrats. <laughs> you know, and he's only 13 years old. Wow, wow. Thank you for sharing, uh, Danny, in Rodeport. And I think let's take our last call out, Mpo. Uh, how are you doing, Mpo? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. Good, thank you. Um, I, I mean, I noticed the feedback about the homeschooling that uh, a lot of people seem hesitant about. But I mean, I, and I just feel, I think if a lot of people maybe looked at it and considered it and did the research. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I don't do it yet, but it's something I am seriously considering. Okay. Because I think also looking at the state of education in our country, in the public schooling system, mm. uh, it concerns me that if I want to take my child to school, I would have to pay for private education to ensure that they get the type of education that I would be satisfied with. Yeah. And um, so that's an expense. And so I, I, I feel like with, with homeschooling, you're somewhat in control of the education. You can, you, you kind of determine the quality of education you give them, the information. The, and the education is somewhat constant because the teacher is in the house. So it yeah. doesn't stop at 8 a.m. and or mm. at 2 o'clock. Quite and true. And with regard to socialization, there's extramural activities that don't require one to be in the school. Mm. There are classes that people can do outside of the school. And like a caller said before, also based on the social background, yeah. some people only have one kid in the family and those are the 25 students that they only interact with mm. in, in their lives. They go to school and that's it.
Whereas in some communities, you take them to church, you take them to homeschooling, you mm. to uh, extramural activities. If you want to make it work, you go make it mm. work. You Public school not an option for you, Mpo? I'm not comfortable with it at this point. I mean, I think you what do are your concerns? Schools that um, you do find schools that that may, that might, and I think maybe some of your older schools, your park councils, yeah. your yeah. kids, and those type of schools. Mm. But I just feel that with certain schools, I, I, I still feel that the, the you you it requires a lot of other external inputs. I still yeah. feel that the system on its own is not enough. You mm. need a lot of external inputs, okay. and that on its own as well is not just. And I mean, obviously, as a, as a parent or someone that's got kids, you do need to involve yourself in your child's education. Quite but true. I just find that with the public school education, it's changing one moment, it's this and that, it's mm. this and that. Until it's we flawed. have it somewhat stabilized, and it's not in my time yet, so mm. I think until it becomes stabilized, I, I don't feel comfortable with it. I don't feel, I don't, I don't trust it. Wow. Paul calling from uh, the CBD. Thank you so very much for sharing there. Lots and lots and lots to get through, Gerald. Uh, We're talking (laughs) planning for your children's future in the way of education, education policies, trust funds and all of that. But do you want to respond before we get into the actual nitty gritties? Okay, yes, definitely. We started off with the pastor who called in and he was talking about the social aspect. Now, personal finance, the best friend to your finance is called time. Mm. Because when you're saving, time is great for you and money tends to grow over time. And even if he wants to take it to a biblical level, I'll tell him that the Bible says that you must prepare an inheritance for your children's children. Which means that what you ought to be doing with your personal financial plan is to leave something for your children. Now, if you invest everything you have in just their education, even when they finish school, you've got nothing to give them. Taking it to church. uh, You know, we're (laughs) taking it to church, right into the church, right there. So... Wealth is measured in time. How wealthy are you? Mm. Your wealth is measured in terms of saying to maintain your lifestyle right now, if you lost your income, how long would you survive? For most people, three months is a stretch. Yeah, that's quite true. That's wealth measurement. Mm. Now, if you were to say I'm putting this child in school, if you lose your job, how many terms more can you put your child in there? That's why you need financial planning. Douglas was talking about the social aspect as well, and I think that's been covered by a, a previous caller. Mm. And Danny said, what's the cost of um, education 15 years ago, 20 years 20 ago, years versus, ago. Now. Yeah. versus now? I just did a quick calculation of for 15 years, which would basically be one education cycle. It was 44,904 rand and 27 cents for a four-year honors degree which is now 200,000, which means that education in one education cycle has gone up roughly four times. Wow. If you're looking at the cost now at 200,000, you use exactly the same type of inflation, multiply that by four, you're looking at a good 800,000 to a million rand, which is exactly the numbers which I was playing with. Inflation is getting worse. Yeah. So, you know, that's why the number is escalating greater. So that answers your question, Danny. And and with Mpo, I tend to agree that people are looking at different options because yeah. a lot of people are doing UNISA. They're not crying that they're not sitting in lectures, sitting with 400 people in, in XX101. No, from they are doing time. it because they want education. Wow. And and the other question was really around um, life, some products which prevent you from accessing. Your money will always be your money. Okay. Basically, an education policy which you tend to get from most life assurance companies, which is the big brands which mm. are insurance, mm. is... It's an endowment policy. Essentially, it's an endowment-wrapped policy, which has a minimum term of five years, and you can renew it as many times as you need. The the company can never prevent you from accessing your money. 
Yes, they just call it an education policy, but trust me, it's just an endowment policy. Okay. So they, they give it different names so that they can touch your psychology or help you to focus your needs. Because financial planning is about focusing towards certain goals. And yes, giving a policy a certain name sometimes helps you mm. to get that focus. Let us now, uh, I'm, I'm looking at my time, let us now talk about the different ways in which we can start saving. You know, if, if, my, if I'm pregnant, if my child is one, if my child is two, the different options available mm. to me. And I also want to throw in the, uh, the investment aspect of things, you know, whether maybe you'll see more growth if you take your money and, and go and put it in the stock market versus, you know, the in, endowment mm. policy that you were talking about. Okay, basically, let's go. Um, the first thing you can do is unit trusts. These are basically where you pool your money with other people, professional mm -hmm. fund managers, choose the shares you buy, and they basically grow the money over time. Unit okay. trusts are great because instead of asking for certain gifts when a child is born, tell all your friends to buy them unit trusts Lovely. in the child's name. And that can help you a great, greatly in terms of being able to meet those goals because with you with shares, they can go up as much as 100% in a year, but you can also lose 100% but at the end of the day this is towards your child education yeah. if you want to take a little bit more risk you then go into equities where you become your own fund manager mm. you choose the shares yourself what you like today what you like tomorrow again it's a great way of you investing towards your child's future yeah. however you lose the control because unless you are actually have a financial professional guiding you mm. such as a CFP professional or a stockbroker you're going to end up possibly losing the money which you are playing with right um, people you sp have spoken about education trusts. Mm. Now, trusts are interesting. Trusts are basically vehicles which are juristic bodies which you can use. There's an inter vivos trust, which is a living trust, and then there's a testamentary trust, um, which is a trust you bequeath after you die. Mm. These are just vehicles you use. However, before you even look at trust, I'm not going to even do it on air, talk to a professional. There's okay. a lot of taxation implications, mm. capital gains tax. You need to know who has the usufruct. How do you select your trustees? Because you can't create a trust and then say, I'm the trustee. Right. Because you actually need to often have independent voices mm. who are going to speak over that trust money for the child's welfare. Gotcha. So a trust, I would say, red light, don't even do it on your own. Go seek professional advice. If you are in a low-income environment, there's the Fundisa Fund. Right. That's a government-funded initiative with um, the private financial institutions where they will help you to towards the cost of a child's education. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing you can look at. They've got a website. Just Google Fundisa Fund. And obviously, there's the scholarships. Mm. So NASFAS, et cetera. But those are all needs tested. Yeah. Uh, and most people are in this middle, missing middle, where I don't earn enough mm. <laughs> to be able to pay for it, but, but I'm not poor much. enough yeah. to, 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 to get the scholarship. Yeah. So you need to then definitely be planning towards your, your, your future of your child. And the, the starting point is having a holistic financial plan over your life. Mm. We need to stop looking at our finances in silos, your child's education, your house, your car, everything mm. must be consolidated right. so that everything makes sense. Makes and, harmony. And, and I think that's one of the lessons we need to get through on Personal Finance Tuesdays, that you need to have somebody who's looking after your personal finances as your personal finance doctor and you can upskill yourself just by reading and knowing more. Yeah. Uh, I also want to talk about, you know, when 
you are saving actively so uh, I saw a very nice table that you put together yeah. that says you know if you save 2,000 rand oh, yes, a month yeah. you know in 10 years time it's going to be X amount of money um, the importance of once you are actively saving for your child's education or whatever the case may be when you get in- extra income such as your um, bonuses mm. such as maybe a SARS outcome that would be nice nyana, mm. Mm. Uh, you throw it in there and, and it helps you know uh, get your money further definitely if you take it back to the pasta you want to leave wealth for your children so cover the education when you get these bonuses also cre- you might need to create an additional fund so that when my child turns 23 24 just like the previously advantaged group who suddenly get houses and stuff when they turn a certain age yeah our children deserve those opportunities mm. as well mm. let's not limit ourselves to saying i educated you now make your own way yeah and now you need to also pay back the money <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Lots and lots and lots to talk about. But unfortunately, time is not on our side. If people want to continue the conversations, Gerald, how uh, do they keep in touch with you? Um, it's www.askgerald.co.za. That's www.askgerald.co.za or at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O, at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O. That's at Mr. Giesel. Mr. Jizo, always a pleasure. Uh, great energies, always, always. Thank you so very much for availing yourself once more. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Personal Finance Tuesdays, talking about planning for your child's future in the way of education, trust funds, education plans, etc., etc. Certified financial planner, Gerald Mwandi Ambira in the studio with us. Thank you so very much. Thank you.